0: Welcome to You Are Being Tested, Do Not Worry with Marie ZQ. Marie is a motivational speaker and author who has survived difficult challenges. And after she survived cancer, she began to think deeply about her purpose in the world and her calling. Her goal in life is to help others. You can learn more about Marie at MarieZQ.com. We invite you now to join Marie as she opens with what she is grateful for today— well, hello.
1: Welcome to the show. You're being tested. Do not worry. My name is Marie Cecil Zitomu, but you can call me Marie ZQ, of course. And uh, well, I can't believe we're already almost the end of January 2021. Oh God, I'm so grateful to be alive. I'm so grateful to live in the state and live in California with the beautiful beaches and there's so much to be grateful for, and um, I just wanted to take a moment to just share that and just tell my listeners, my, to you, my listener, that we can always find something to be grateful for, and life is so beautiful, and uh, it's just amazing to see that we've all been through so much last year, 2020, now we're here 2021, and um, I couldn't just, I'm just grateful I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to tune in every Saturday at 4.30 and talk to you beautiful people and share and have great interviews and share from my guests um, and learn from them too. And, um, but I am today, I have a beautiful soul She's young, she's beautiful, she's a businesswoman, she's a CEO, and she's only 18 years old. And she started a company called um, It's a CurlyCollection.com, and um, she is here in the studio with us. Um, oh, God, welcome, my dear. I want to call her a doll because she's so, she looks like a doll.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> the skin routine. Oh, everybody asks for it. It's honestly just genetics, but I I wish I could give something to the people. You look beautiful, honey. Thank you. you I look, really appreciate.
1: You it. look beautiful, and I wanna I want you to say your last name for the listeners because because I try saying it and I said it wrong, and I'm like, <laughs> go ahead. So my tell my us Ath- about you.
2: My name's Athena Mansour. Um, I was raised in Los Angeles, California. I'm definitely an L.A. native. Like, it's really hard for me to separate myself from, like, the L.A. culture because when I was, like, I was born in the 2000s, so I grew up with, like, the hype of LA I feel I like you actually saw celebrities like you go out and like paparazzi was a thing like my dad's friend was a paparazzi it was so weird and so growing up I always like I wanted to be on the billboards like I wanted to be that like girl being followed by like the Disney press like I wanted to be the new Ashley Tisdale setting horrible fashion trends in 2007 but now I'm Athena and I'm setting the same trends in
1: 2020 so here we go and you are just perfect the way you are, I have to say. Thank you. She has this beautiful curly hair and beautiful lashes. And I when she walked in, I said, "I want your lashes." <laughs> <laughs> and so, even though you had such a success as a, CEO of a beautiful lash company. I want you to share with our listeners because this show is all about giving other people hope because a lot of us have been through something. But when we're going through it, we sometimes forget that there's a better tomorrow coming. So tell us about when you were a child in LA, growing up in LA. I know both of your parents were really successful. But how was that like It was. It was hard to grow up. Like growing up, it was it was especially difficult because
2: I had two immigrant parents and mm-hmm. not immigrant parents with like luxurious stories of like their family owning gold. Like no, like actual immigrants who came into this country illegally and worked their butts off to like get where they are. And so it was hard. I always looked up to that and I was like, oh my God, if I don't like surpass where they are in life... I I will consider myself a failure.
0: Mm. And
2: so growing up, I always looked to them and it's like looked especially to my grandparents because like they are the model of the American dream. And I just wanted, I knew that I wanted to be either better than them or equal to them. And especially growing up in LA, you're surrounded by so many different cultures, but you're also so shut down. Mm. I feel like Especially going to, like, a private school and being one of, like, the only kids with a different hair texture and, like, a different look really, like, set me apart. Every Mm -hmm. other girl that kind of went there had, like, your classic European aesthetic. Like, she was the brunette with, like, brown hazel eyes and, like... I don't know. I I stood out like a sore thumb. Mm -hmm. And so kids always used to make fun of my hair. They'd always call it either crusty. They'd call it like just random names. I've heard rat's nest. I've had people touch my hair randomly. And I just... When I was starting Curly's collection, I really thought about what made me different. Mm. And despite the freckles or the languages or whatever it may be, I really had to sit there and think because everyone has curly hair, but curls are so different within themselves. Like... Every curl is different. It's like a snowflake. You won't get two that are alike.
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: so when I started Curly's Collection, I wanted to turn what people saw as my flaw into my success.
0: I love it. And
2: um, on my website, you'll find, like, my little story about how my hair – like became my nickname like I am curly I call myself young curly like I have like a rap name like like I have my entourage like it's it's all coming together I'm just waiting on the chain but um no like growing up it was difficult especially like my parents got divorced so that was that and like Mm. it didn't really hit me until I hit high
1: school and so and that's exactly why I wanted you to come on the show because I wanted to to have someone who is young that has overcome the ads, and you're doing well you have a successful business you're still young and while i was talking to you you were telling me you wanted to go back to school and finish school and get a doctorate and yeah. i'm thinking to myself wow i said i would love to interview her and just kind of because i'm my, some of my listeners they either your age or they're thinking about what they wanna do for a living and what maybe they, they're thinking about opening a business but they don't know what to do. So I wanted you to share with me uh, what pushed you to, to just think outside of the box and go, you know what, I'm gonna open a business. What made you just decide to do that? Hmm. So it's kind of a funny story. It was Mm. about 3
2: a.m. I Mm. could not sleep. My mind was, like, running all over the place. I was sitting there. It was in the midst of the beginning of quarantine. I believe it was August. And I was just sitting there. I was like, what can I do to keep myself busy? busy? Like, I have to be doing something. I'm sick of drawing. I'm sick of painting. I'm sick of pretending I, like, I can make robots. Like, I've watched every YouTube DIY. I need to do something. And so I kind of just started researching, like, different things I could put my name on, and I realized I really enjoy wearing eyelashes. Like, I cannot do my makeup for anything. Like, Mm. I am not a makeup guru, never have been, probably won't be one for a while, but... I really enjoy eyelashes, and so I kind of just – I called my friend, and I was like, hey, listen, this is a long shot, but what do you think, like, would happen if I started a company? And she was like, well, Athena, you've always been, like, the alpha of our friend group, so, like, it's no, like, question that you would have. And I was like, okay – thank you for the validation, kind of needed it. I'm, mm. I'm going to see where I go. So for a while, it was really tough because I couldn't get my ideas together. Like I had everything all over the place. I'm awful with organization. Like I had to get a journal and like start writing stuff down because it was too much. But I just kind of started researching, playing around with stuff. And like, it just kind of went on from there. I have a few friends who started businesses already and have like, been really cool and, like, in the community of empowering women.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And I kind of just looked at them and, like, went off what they had modeled and just started to pursue, like, pursue it with my own designs and creativity. And so it kind of just started from, like, an idea and just boredom. But, like, I'm really excited where it is
1: now. But I heard you say you started the lashes because you you like lashes. Yeah, I love lashes. See, that's the key. And so when I
2: was starting it, I didn't like I wanted to separate myself from mm-hmm. everyone. And when I like when I look at my competition, I don't look at like other small businesses. I want to I want to play ball with the CEOs. I want to sit there with Sephora and be like, "Hey, you're going to buy my product." And so I realized I wanted to stand out in a way that like no one else did. And so when I was creating my lashes, I think that my most anticipated, like, collection this far was the prescribed volume collection mm. because I took the time in and I made, like, like uh, prescriptions for the lashes. Mm. And so you could get, like, a lash prescribed to you. I love so that. So was really cool. Like, re- I thought it was really unique. I loved it. And um, I have so many, like, different styles and, like um, – Uh, textures and stuff like that and like when I was creating it I noticed a lot of people like are vegan and like have these like uh, criterias when it comes to beauty and like I wanted to include everything Mm -hmm. so I have lashes from mink to silk to just faux mink like I have it all like I, I truly I take pride in the fact that knowing that like I spent so much time on putting everything into place
1: that it it really in my opinion has come together. Do you think because you like lashes and you went with something that you enjoy doing, do you think that had a lot to do with your success? I think so because I,
2: to be honest, like... When I was thinking of other ways, like, to make money as a teenager, like, I see all these people reselling sneakers, and it's like, okay, I could sit on a computer at, like, 3 a.m., like, grinding my fingernails away, trying to buy the new Travis Scott 6-whatevers, but I just didn't like it. Like, I couldn't do it. Like, I tried waking up at 4 a.m. to set 20 alarms and buy a a shoe that could resell for thousands of dollars, but it just wasn't my thing. Like, you have kids who will sit there and and paint for hours, and they become Picassos, and you have others who just like lashes and can't do them because they're not ambidextrous. Mm -hmm. So we just design them and sell them. Like, I sometimes wish that I could be an esthetician and, like, sit there and, like, Mm -hmm. get in there and do the lashes, but
1: it's... I, I... can't know. Well, I'm glad that you're there as a designer and -hmm. coming up with the concept and you're good at it. I went to your website and I really loved it because it was, it's like anybody can really wear what you're, you're selling. And I love the fact that I went on and I thought to myself, Oh, I can see myself wearing this. Oh, I can see myself wearing that because, um, as a business person I'm wearing suits all all day but I still want to have the long lashes and fun and um, like you said you don't have to wear makeup you just put on the lashes and you feel good Mm -hmm. and I think that's what lashes really does for people is that you don't have to wear so much makeup Mm -hmm. uh, when you have nice lashes yeah and like that's my
2: opinion when I first started doing this a lot of people like would comment on like my social media and be like oh you only wear lashes and it's like okay because like I hate to break it to you, but that's that's all I want. That's I think like, it, it really does help. That's all I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like lashes are one of the biggest like accentuations you can add to your face, mm-hmm. and like with especially with so many different styles, like you could change your look up so much. Like you could go from being like boss woman like i'm coming in no one can mess with me to okay i'm gonna mess up the club like you can yeah, two sides like two complete opposite sides or you sides. could just be
1: mommy at home yeah mommy at home chilling like you know my mom like
2: she my when i first came out with like my like i like to call them mom lashes because yeah. like they're very small but they're you can still see them Yeah. like she she bought so many pairs like i was like i can just give them to you like i am your child you did yeah. raise me and she was like no i need to to support the business yeah and like her friends bought some like lashes and it's so cool to see like my friend's mom who's a businesswoman and she's like a therapist and has to go around and talk to all these people and be like a professional 24 7 she wears my lashes when she goes to meetings and like people always compliment her and she's like nope it's not mascara it's falsies so well it's pretty cool to see that I can like I've hit all markets in that yes,
1: sense. Yes, yes. I love how you took your story from a little girl and uh, going through kids being kids, bullying and doing whatever they do, but you took your story and you made something great out of it. And um, I think that's really... What, why I wanted to sit here with you and talk to you is that you did not let your story define you in a negative way. You took that and you built something for every woman to wear and feel good about themselves. So, Atina, I think you should be really proud of yourself. (laughs) Yeah, there's,
2: I am. I mean, it's pretty cool to look back at, like, those high school photos and yearbooks where I'm just like, ugh, I need to leave. Like I need to leave. And now I look at those photos and I'm like, thank you. I'm I'm glad you said that about me because mm-hmm. I I can tweet that now and and my followers will see that and be like, huh, hey, she's funny. Like mm-hmm. I I really think that trauma adds character. Yes. And but you have to know how to accept it and learn from it. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that like traumatized me was probably my parents' divorce. And it's been one of my like the biggest things that has pushed me to like become so successful and move Mm -hmm. on from so many like limiting beliefs or limiting factors because it was it was like hard like you're introduced to this idea of like structure and like like a livelihood that's supposed to last forever. And it just all of a sudden breaks apart and like shatters in front of you. Mm. And you're like, Oh my God, like I'm standing on a lake that has frozen over, but is suddenly melting completely. Like I felt like I was a polar bear in our current climate and it's, mm. it felt like an absolute hell. And as I got older I didn't realize the repercussions that it had on me. And so one thing that really helps me get my mind like recentered and refocused was writing. Mm-hmm. And I love to write. I I'm an ad like I love to write. And so I just from there I took that and I started writing a book.
1: Yeah, and so I was now ask you about that.
2: Yeah, tell us about the book. What is it about? So I can't release the name yet. Yes,
1: don't and don't, don't give us all me, the secrets. It makes yet. me okay. so upset. <laughs> I can't release
2: the name yet, but it's basically a book about the opinions that parents have for their childrens, like mm-hmm. during divorce and how children can cope with it. Because like when I was a child, I didn't understand what was going on at all. Like my parents were very reluctant to share the truth with me. And I had to kind of create my own conclusions in my head for so long that like when it got to a point where they were finally able to share their truth with me, I didn't want to hear it. I was mm. like, you know what, I've I've made myself so comfortable with what you couldn't share that I don't want to learn about it now. Mm. And when they did teach me about it. Like it, it bro- broke me again. Cause I was like, okay, I spent all this time trying to relearn and reteach myself habits that you were supposed to teach me. And now I'm just kind of confused. And if I, I feel like if I would have had something to look at and like go off of when my parents were going through a divorce, I feel like I would have been way better off in like the end of it.
0: Small businesses need support now more than ever to stay afloat. Our very own Marie, from You Are Being Tested, Do Not Worry, helps business owners keep their doors open as a human capital management consultant in the Los Angeles metropolitan area. She consults with businesses to stay compliant on all aspects of both federal and state laws. When COVID-19 hit America, Marie helped to rapidly interpret the evolving legislation She analyzes your company processes to understand your business demands in order to provide a recommendation that meets your organizational goals. Call 310-722-4364 to schedule your virtual meeting with Marie ZQ today. That's 310-722-4364. We also wanted to inform our dedicated listeners that our show is offering two businesses a sponsorship opportunity from January 1st to July 1st, 2021. Promote your services on the KKLA radio station. Now is a time when people are looking for a motivational message of inspiration, as well as services to help them along their path. If your company is interested in being the official show advertising sponsor, please reach out by email at thetestatmariezq.com please reach out by email at at thetestatmariezq.com. That's thetestatmariezq.com. But you see, another great example is you're taking
1: your parents' divorce experience and you're writing a book and you're sharing the story to inspire others to share you not only to share your experience hopefully they can learn from your experience through the book yeah and um I just love the way you're young but you are definitely an amazing young woman thank Um, you and I remember talking to you last week and you were telling me that you wanted to go get your doctorate um why do you want to go get your doctorate um it's it's not really like a like mm-hmm. a school accomplishment.
2: It's more of cuz like I just really want to. I mm-hmm. really like to argue. I have a lot <laughs> of opinions. And um a teacher once told me if you wanted to back up the opinions you needed the knowledge to do so. Yeah. And so I I have some sort of knowledge. I mean, I have a high school degree, like a high school diploma, and I'm in college now, but what it like to me? What was like the epitome of just knowing it all? And to me, that's like becoming a lawyer. Like you just you you have unlimited knowledge, and most politicians and judges that we see have prior knowledge in like the field of law, and so. And I I want to become the president of the United States. Like well, I, hello. I that's one that's on my dream board, I my vision that. board. Like I want to become the president of the United States one day. So, um, I kind of just played around with it and I really like the idea of law Mm -hmm. and I want to make it a place that's a lot safer than it is now Mm because I feel like the law world right now is is really hectic and like it's just it's just kind of dangerous Mm -hmm. and like I'm not a big fan of it so I want to I
1: want to tone it down and bring a little female a little Curly's collection into it. I love it. Curly's law firm. I love how you have the energy. Not only you have this energy of confidence, but you are going for it. You're not limiting yourself at a really young age, and I'm I'm really inspired by your your energy. And I think it's amazing if all of us would just go for it and not doubt so much. Um, I, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing your story. And before we leave, I want to make sure. Everyone knows how to follow you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever way they can get hold of you.
2: Um, while I'm mostly active on Instagram and TikTok, my Instagram for my business is curly's collection curly's underscore collection on instagram and the website is curly's no spaces or capitals just kind of like plain like that and then my personal instagram is athena underscore monsour with two underscores at the end and that's kind of just where i post like my life and like some updates but my business page is where you'll find like mostly everything about like
1: my business in general I love it. And um, so your website, can you give our listeners your website where they can purchase the lashes? Um, Yeah, the website is you
2: can pretty much just like find it by typing in like curly's into your like web searcher. And um, on the website, you'll find all the different collections. We also sell cosmetic bags and tools that you'll need for your lashes. Like you can pretty much
1: find everything you'll need for a complete lash look on the website, which I personally enjoy. Wow. Atina, I want to say thank you for sharing. And the reason why I invited you here is because I wanted not only for you to share your story, to give other people hope, but kids your age that are trying to figure out what they want to do next. And um, keep doing what you're doing. I would love to have you back five years from now. And I know you're going to be doing awesome things. You're going to. And I could honestly say, oh, I interviewed her before she became the president, right? (laughs) That would be really cool. (laughs) So, Athena, thank you. And keep doing what you're doing. Keep being a blessing. Keep shining. Keep being the light. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And to my listeners, thank you so much. And um, I hope her story uh, inspired you to believe that you can also go out there and go for your dreams. And uh, it doesn't matter how old you are, just go for it. And I think fear is what stops a lot of us from from starting a business or doing what we need to do. So I just want to say, enjoy your weekend. Think about what you want to do to live your dream and and the same time being a blessing to our community um, and your family. And uh, if you want to hear or show, if you missed it today, you can go to kkla.com, go to podcasts, and you can see everything that you miss on there. Again, my name is Marie ZQ, and uh, we're here. You're not alone. Um, Every Saturday, you can tune in. And when I'm not here, I'm helping businesses keep their door open in the downtown LA area. And if you're a business owner and you need to keep your door open, you need help, give us a call. And that number is 310-722-4364. And uh, again, my name is Marie ZQ. Make it a great weekend, and I'll see you next Saturday.
0: You're listening to You're Being Tested. Do not worry. The show encompasses the truth behind the struggles everyone goes through in life and how faith will help anyone get past life's challenges. Listeners can contact Marie by sending an email to thetestatmariezq.com. That's thetestatmariezq.com. Join our Facebook group called You Are Being Tested or connect with Marie directly at her personal Facebook page at Marie-Cécile Zutomu-Quintanilla. You can follow our Twitter page at You're Being Tested. That's Y O U R being tested. And follow us on Instagram at You Are Being Tested. And for more inspirational and motivational advice, subscribe to Marie's YouTube channel at MarieZQ.